Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to our first community chapel here in the new way of doing things. And thank you for those that watched online yesterday. We had between 60 and 80 at any time uh, watching the live uh, Q&A time and the presentation from yesterday. And then it's had just over 300 views already. So thank you to those that are keeping track of what our new reality is. And just a reminder of just a few things. Dorms are still open. Food services is still open. All our classes move to online tomorrow, Wednesday, March 18. And students, you should have already received from most or all of your professors a email about how to connect onto Google Hangouts for your class. And your class times will be on the same day and same times as they have always been uh, since this term began. And students, just a reminder, keep checking your Prairie email. Things are changing, as you know, quickly. And so if there's any news that has to come out, we're going to be putting that on uh, to you via email. So make sure that you keep checking that. If you need a shuttle, uh, Val has already sent out an email and you need to sign up for a shuttle if you need to go to the airport. And so uh, just go to the main desk in the Maxwell Center and uh, you can take care of that there. Anything else? I think that's it, but thank you for listening in. We're delighted to have all of you online with us here. So um, we thought we would take a quick minute with our topic of the day. So I'm going to go ahead and go right to the, the, the chapel topic, if that's all right. Sure. Anything else? Why don't you open in prayer, and then we'll go to work. Okay, sure. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day that you've given to us. And in the midst of all this change, help us to demonstrate love for one another that is born out of our love for you, which comes from your love for us. You are a good God. We pray for those that um, have the virus and who are suffering, that you would bring healing to them. We pray for those that are working in the health community, that you would strengthen them and keep them safe. We pray for leaders who have to monitor the situation and to make decisions. And so give them wisdom, we pray. And in all of this, help us to be salt and light in the places where you put us, and that you would help us during this time. And we thank you for your goodness and that you are our rock and we can depend upon you. Bless our time together, we pray in Christ's name. Amen. 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 So um, if you've been with us for the last uh, two semesters, then you know where we're at. If you're a guest, let me do this really quick recap. Um, last semester, sort of the fall semester, we did a, the, a series on the I am's of Jesus. and We called it When Jesus Said I Am. And that was a really interesting foundational series on who is Jesus. <clears throat> Pardon me, I got a cough. You won't get it. Um, then this semester, we turn the page on the back of that idea of who is Jesus. Then the question is, so who am I? And that's the title of this series. The, the series so far has been, so who am I? Um, I am not the I am, but we are his image bearers. Um, I am a child of God, an heir to the king. I am chosen. I have choices. I am forgiven, redeemed, and set free. I am united with Christ, a slave of the living God. I am a branch of the vine, the church of Jesus Christ. I am a culture maker. I have been given the Holy Spirit. 
I have been called to reconciliation and fruitful living, and this week I am a citizen of heaven. Carrying through to the end of the term, uh, we'll have four more. I am a masterpiece of God. We are living stones. I am protected and armored. I am a temple of the living God, and I am a new creation. And that will bring our series to an end on April 14. Now, sadly, in the last couple of days, our speaker today, uh, Pastor Brad Harback, who is from here in Three Hills, called in sick. And I, I thought that's just so... Um, poetic right in the middle of all of this. But anyway, on the back of his call yesterday, he, I said, let's wait until the day before and make a decision. And, and yesterday he called and he said, I, I think I've got to simply call in sick. And so we, we wish you well, Brad, and uh, we will do a small unpack of the topic for today. I am a citizen of heaven. Now, this series, and then Mark and I are going to bounce back and forth a little bit on this um, with some thoughts on what this means to us. If I am a citizen of a, where does that idea come from? Or is that just a good line for a song? The answer is it comes from Philippians 3, verse 20. But our citizenship is in heaven. Our citizenship is in heaven. What does that mean? What does that mean? And we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who, by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Philippians 3.20. Okay, Mark. What does that mean? Well, when we spoke briefly yesterday about what we were going to share and thinking about being a citizen of heaven, but living here on earth, um, a particular passage came to mind. And when I'm teaching in the worship ministry area, I tell students, you know, there's always certain sections of scripture that as worship leaders, we come back to. And uh, we have scripture that we would read to the congregation and, you know, to inspire them and to remind them of who we are as we gather to worship. And this verse I'm going to reference um, is after this kind of worship uh, set of verses that, that we often look at. And it's from First Peter uh, chapter 2, starting at verse 9. It says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you've received mercy. That speaks a bit more to our time here on earth. And once we weren't the people of God, but now because of what God has done through Jesus, we are counted in and among the people of God. And that is our existence. But the next verse goes on. It says, Dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and exiles to abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul, live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. So when it says that we are foreigners and exiles, I mean, I think we understand that in our day and age and kind of how we think about who is a foreigner and who is somebody who is an exile. Somebody who is a foreigner is obviously living in a place where their nationality doesn't exist there. And somebody who is in exile means that they're not home. 
And I think that is part of how we need to think about ourselves here as citizens of heaven, that we are foreigners and that we are in exile. And I guess I hesitate a little bit on that whole idea of the the negative connotations of that idea. But I think we are purposefully here. And so even though that we are foreigners and in some sense in exile, that we don't long and, and assume that all our living has to be in heaven and that we can kind of ignore here on earth. But our citizenship is with God, but here on earth we need to live such good lives that people are able to see and know that God has changed us and so can change them too. So I love that. Aliens in exile, aliens in exile here to this culture. The other side of that might be that we are ambassadors representing the kingdom of heaven to this earth. So conforming to this earth, if, that, if we think of that as adding to our um, voice in the public square, and it, we are called, I believe, to be a voice in culture, a voice in public square. We are called to be culture makers, but we're to do this as ambassadors of a different regime, of a different paradigm. I like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, because I think we would then look to the verses that I read previously. Right. You know, once we weren't a people, now we are the people. Yeah. So our citizenship has been changed. Yep. And we act out of that. Yeah. So, the, the, I, you know, like you, we talked about this yesterday, and, and Mark picked up on a couple of ideas that he would sort of chase down, and then I picked up on a couple of other ideas. Are you done with that idea? I'm done. Okay. <laughs> um, that's not to cut him off. That's to make sure he's not cut off. But what, what I thought about was how we are empowered, how we are to act in this. And so a couple of verses that came through to me, um, being confident that, of, uh, of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to the completion of the day of Jesus Christ, or to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. So God is at work in us, maybe transforming us into better ambassadors, right? effective exiles, if you want to mm-hmm. put a positive side on that, a, a positive voice to our culture in our square. Then um, a couple of other, in him and through him, and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom. So as citizens of heaven, we can approach God with freedom and confidence. A way that we walk through life, 2 Timothy 1.7, for this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, this citizenship, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the Spirit of God gave us, uh, gave us, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and a self-discipline. These are ways that we live as citizens of heaven on earth. But I think the culminating, and I know you've got something to add here. Do you want to jump in now? No. Okay. You can bring up the last words. But I think the really, really cool thing is in Hebrews 4. And that is that we have Jesus, this great high priest, in heaven, while we're here, not yet home. 
And it says here, Hebrews 4, 14 to 16, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Now, I love this. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence. Let us go into the throne room of the cosmos so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. To me, that's just a great culmination of, of this citizenship. of Okay, wh- how would you wrap this up? Well, I was thinking about the... The saying, you know, so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm just wondering about that concept, if we've ever thought about the fact that we are uh, in, on earth, and is it possible for us to be so heavenly minded that we're of no use here because our vision is just looking up and we're not looking down and around? Let me answer that. The answer is yes. Okay. We can be idiots. Well, true, true. And I'm just wondering, too, that maybe, and this might seem like the simple Sunday school answer, but if Jesus was able, he was certainly able to be heavenly minded to do the will of the Father, but also was he did it here on earth. Offering great earthly wealth. And his, his citizenship, obviously, you know, from the Philippians 2 passage where he emptied himself, he came from heaven to earth and gave us the example of what it means to live on earth as a citizen of heaven. That's all I got. Agreed. It's all he's got. <laughs> and it's 10.15. It's almost a wrap. Um, I hope that's um, added a little bit of um, value or, you know, humor to your life, if, if nothing else. Um, before we say goodbye... And we'll, we'll close in prayer. But um, before we say goodbye, I want to talk about um, plans for the fall. We're planning on classes on campus. <laughs> and Mark and I, along with a couple of others, are, uh, and Justin Allison, are, are working on a fall series. Just to have you begin thinking ahead and looking forward to this. Our fall series that we're working on, we think we'll do around biographies. Um, there's so much to learn from people who have gone before us. We spend a lot of time on, you might say, biographies of Jesus. Um, But there are others that he has influenced, whether before he was here as um, the Messiah at at the turn of the millennia. Um, But anyway, Jesus showed up in different people, and I think that'll be what it's about. I'm I'm toying with different titles. I kind of like the title Characters. Um, okay. you know, but, but Mark will push it around and make it better. But we're thinking biographies, both biblical biographies, historical biographies, and maybe even current day um, stories of people who are around the world doing interesting things. So that's looking forward to the fall. Now, I asked you to open in prayer, so I suppose I should close. Seems fair. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. Our Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the privilege of coming to you in our time of need, and we are in need in every way, much more than on the coronavirus. We pray for the greater war that is going on in the spirit world. We pray that you would um, help us to be instruments that you use, your citizens, your ambassadors, 
We give ourselves to you again and again and ask that you would use us for your glory. Bless us, we pray, with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, enjoy your day, everyone. Stay healthy and wash your hands.